Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. The holiest and most necessary practice in the spiritual life is that of the presence of God. It consists in taking delight in and becoming accustomed to his divine company, speaking humbly and conversing lovingly with him all the time, at every moment, without rule or measure, especially in times of temptation, suffering, aridity, weariness, even infidelity and sin. We must continually apply ourselves so that all our actions become a kind of brief conversation with God, not in a contrived manner, but coming from the purity and simplicity of our hearts. We must perform all our actions carefully and deliberately, not impulsively or hurriedly, for such would characterize a distracted mind. We must work gently and lovingly with God, asking him to accept our work And by this continual attention to God, we will crush the head of the devil and force the weapons from his hands. During our work and other activities, even during our reading, no matter how spiritual, and even during our religious exercises and vocal prayers, we must stop for a moment, as often as possible, to adore God in the depths of our hearts, to savor him even though in passing and on the sly, to praise him, to ask his help, to offer him our hearts, and to thank him. Nothing is more pleasing to God than for us to turn away from all creatures many times throughout the day, to withdraw and adore him present within. We can offer God no greater evidence of our fidelity than by frequently renouncing and scorning creatures in order to enjoy their creator for a moment. This exercise gradually destroys the self-love only found among creatures. Turning to God frequently rids us of self-love without our even realizing it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are coming to the end of this book, and there is a small final chapter in our reading called The Practice of the Presence of God. And the title of this chapter has been given to the whole book, all the collection of Brother Lawrence's writings, the eulogy, have been called the practice of the presence of God. But this little section 
is especially called that. And what this section is, is a kind of summary of Brother Lawrence's teaching. So we're reading it at the end in order to kind of remind ourselves of all the various things that Brother Lawrence has said. And in the sections for the reading we've just had, notice what the practice of the presence of God helps us with. It helps us especially to rid ourselves of self-love without our even realizing it. Now, of course, this self-love here is the bad self-love. Many times we, we've recalled that Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. So there is a love for ourselves, which is good. That as we will good to ourselves, as we want true happiness for ourselves, as we don't use ourselves for anything else, so we are to will good to others as an end, not as a mere means. We are to want happiness for them. Love your neighbor as yourself. But what happens when we love ourselves in a bad way? Well, basically, what that means is we forget about God. We forget for a moment about his plan. We forget about the fact that we ourselves are just parts of a great whole, which is God's providential plan to form all of humanity into the mystical body of Christ. And instead of living as parts of that body, living our true vocation, in the moment of sin, our self-love gets the best of us. We forget about our creator. We just treat ourselves as some kind of independent creature. Moments of weakness. And what does the practice of the presence of God do? It roots up that self-love because it puts us in touch with the common good of the universe, God himself. It puts us in touch with the one who has the great plan. He puts us in touch with the one in whom we find our true selves, our true being. And therefore, without our realizing it, the tendency we have to love ourselves apart from God is undermined. If only we could think about God, if only we could ponder God, it would be very hard for us to sin. be very hard for us to be privately loving ourselves apart from God. But because we have very imperfect knowledge of ourselves, this self-love keeps squirting out, messing things up. Finally, what else is the practice of presence of God help us to do? Crush the head of the devil and force his weapon from his hands. The devil wants to stop nothing so much as prayer. The devil wants to keep our minds away from God. Don't let him think about God. That's what Screwtape says in the Screwtape Letters, the book of C.S. Lewis of imaginary letters from a, a chief demon to his nephew. Don't let him think about God. Keep him away from God. Keep him distracted. This is what the devils want to avoid. They want us to not spend time with God. Because the devil's whole weapons, 
is to make us independent of God, to make us proud, to make us think we're self-sufficient. So what kind of things we have to do to practice the presence of God? Wherever we are, slowly, quietly, briefly, go inward. Realize that the Father and the Son and their Holy Spirit dwell in the depths of your heart. Giving you being, giving you life, giving you grace. Adore the Father. Adore the Son. Surrender to him, even briefly. And then in our times of weariness, aridity, suffering, temptation, even when we've been unfaithful, when we've sinned, that will be our comfort. That will be our strength. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.